Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, Lewis Black here. And before I start my rantcast, I just wanted to let you know that I'm going to be hitting the road. That's right. I'm going to be back out on tour and it all begins in Victoria, Canada. Check out the website, lewisblack.com. Please come out and join me. And if you, if you hear this, uh, this announcement, tell others, tell them to go to lewisblack.com if they're fans, or even if they're not fans and they're looking for something to do, point it out to them. And you tell someone and then they'll tell someone and then they'll tell someone. And by the time it gets to the last person, they'll show up in another city that I won't even be performing at. And I hope that they enjoy whatever show they see at that theater. I'll be back in a moment with the Randcast. This could, could all go horribly wrong at any minute. Hello, and welcome to the 151st episode of Lewis Black's Randcast, entitled From Biloxi, Mississippi to Rapid City, South Dakota. Yep, you're going to want to take a look at that uh, route on a map because this is the kind of stuff that makes. When people go, boy, you're crazy to be touring, uh, uh, this is probably one of the reasons why. Uh, it's because I am literally on the tour bus, and one of the great joys of the tour bus truly is to be riding through the countryside and certainly not getting on a plane and flying however many flights it must take from Biloxi to Rapid City or to go home. Uh, back to New York, two flights out. Two flights back, get a day and a half at home and spend really literally a chunk of each day of the other days getting uh, back and forth by planes to the to the gigs. So, nope, I would rather be as I am right now uh, 
on my way to Omaha, passing a, a pretty lake. Uh, small, it's a nice small lake there, and uh, uh, the uh, I it's it's it, the countryside is gorgeous. Uh, it really has been over the this routing, and uh, we've been off uh, some of the main roads, and it's really been just uh, uh, a pleasure of a ride. And uh, even though it's cold as fuck here on uh, Halloween Eve, or it's Halloween, actually. And uh, I tried to do this yesterday. I tried to do it on Halloween Eve, and there were some problems with it. And there may still be some problems now. It's hard to say, because we're on the tour bus, and uh, I don't have the proper stuff that I have at home, the incredible camera work that I do. And I'm sitting there in the the bunker that is my uh, cable access studio. I have a unbelievable yeti microphone you know all of this uh i've got a camera that uh, on this bus that it just what you'd go what is happening his head's getting bigger and smaller bigger and smaller and hopefully you'll be able to hear me on this uh, this microphone uh, and uh we are uh, and that's but the reason i love to travel through the uh on the on the bus is because it's it puts you in the middle of it it puts you in the middle of the country. It puts you down on earth. You don't fly over it. Uh, you you are in it, and uh, it makes it a pleasure. It really does. So that it actually occurs in real time, as opposed to well, you wake up and oh, I'm in blue blah, and you pop out. And you're in a city, and you hop in a car, and you concrete your way. This this reminds me every single time of what a beautiful country this is in the land that we have. And that we could take in immigrants if we wished. We could. We could really take in whole slews. We could even set up places where we kind of provide the housing and then say, if, you, if it works out uh, and you create a, uh, a wonderful place to, for yourselves to live and you're happy and uh, you're uh, aiding the, uh, our economy, uh, you know, we'll help you out at the beginning and you'll be the closers on the deal. Um, we could do that. Because Lord knows I'm looking and we got the land and it's not all farmland, although we're passing through it now. It's really, uh, it's, it, it, it just seems to me there's got to be another way that, to deal with immigration. But that's not what I want to talk about now. And I'm, Lord knows I'm not the, the expert on, on that subject, but it always stuns me. I, and I'll be in South Dakota and I'm, I've done jokes about the fact that you literally, uh, you could put 200,000 Venezuelans in the midst of South Dakota, nobody noticed that they were even there. It was like 800,000 people living there, something crazy. Uh, and with two senators, but we'll be talking about that with the good people of South Dakota when we get there, who I know aren't going to give up any senators at any time soon. Um, it's been a, a, a great weekend, uh, starting in um, Knoxville, Tennessee, and heading into Birmingham, uh, and down to Biloxi in Birmingham. We ate at the Oliver Royale restaurant. They were kind enough to let us in after the show and uh, we could actually eat like human beings. This is, it can't become a regular occurrence because I'll, I'll gain way too much weight and it's probably already beginning to show people going, Oh, he, he looked so well back then. And what's happened now is he's blimped out eating from town to village. They've, they all of a sudden they've opened the restaurants have opened the doors late to it. but no it's it's really kind when they do because these people have to get home and have lives and the food was spectacular bison and it was 
Don't I don't want to hear about it. So don't write in. Well, it'd be a big. No, it was phenomenal. It was a, really a, a, a pleasure. And then on to um, Biloxi, where uh, Mary Mahoney's restaurant, which you've got to go to. I'm going to check something out. Let me get this right. Mary Mahoney's. I was calling it Molly Malone's last week. It's Mary Mahoney's old French house, a, a great, great restaurant. And uh, they've opened uh, our doors to us many times. Trey Mahoney, I have to thank you again. Um, you've always been kind. Your family has always been terrific and your food is spectacular. As you can see, it's another reason I love to go around the country and tour the way that I do. Uh, it, uh, it's just great to be able to eat at these places and, and not have to bounce up and get onto a plane and fly to somewhere else. I can't even imagine doing that. This certainly has made it easy and it's made it a pleasure and it is truly uh, a joy to eat at these restaurants. I mean, it is one of the, the people, you know, it's one of the great things of touring is to be able to eat at some of America's really finest restaurants and some some really, uh, you know, and the cuisine that, that they all have, the Vermonti Brothers psychotic sandwich, and I, the list can go on. Uh, they put coleslaw and french fries on top of whatever meat you want. It's, it's madness. It's, it's splendid madness. And then there's uh, uh, all sorts of others. There's uh, the, uh, the dinosaur barbecue. I could go on with it. This is not what <laughs> I'd plan to discuss. I really didn't plan to discuss much. I'm, what I what I plan to do is avoid dealing uh, with the news stories this week because we have been battered and bruised, and it's just uh, horrific what is occurring uh, throughout. It's this is this last week was awful. Uh, hopefully next week I will return with some more of my extraordinary insight into the madness that this world is presenting us with. But. Uh, uh, and I don't think that the news really helps us in terms of uh, the history and context might help in a lot of ways. And, uh, but there are all sorts of things that I think the news could do to make uh, uh, because they have just uh, they are just it's like being hit with a hammer. I do not want to continue that. I'm just trying to keep this very lighthearted. And it's hard to do that when uh, my two uh, defensive ends from the Washington commodes were traded today for for nothing as far as I'm concerned. Chase Young, a first-round draft pick. Montez Sweat, I believe another first-round draft pick. Both the incredible defensive uh, linemen uh, and, and pass rushers. Both have five sacks this year, and uh, that's uh, not phenomenal, but they're young and gifted and uh, have an incredible future. And I'll be able to watch it as they play another team. One was traded for a third-round draft pick, the other for a second-round draft pick. I think that's ludicrous for the talent uh, that was traded. To get a third round and a second round, come on, fuck you. That's the best we can do. Then don't trade them, okay? Pay them the money. I don't know why they didn't, okay? What difference does it make? I mean, it, you know, the, the new management, uh, should they pay for the sins of the old management? Well, maybe if they... Maybe, who knows, maybe they should. Not, they, they really shouldn't have to, but it would have been a tremendous gesture to say, financially, we're going to extend ourselves a bit in order to really show you that we care. Instead, boom, they're gone. And really, the, the thing that, that makes you know, life bearable at times, which is our, uh, our sports team, sadly, 
uh, and with my my Washington commodes, even Saturn, I guess. But the, the Orioles made up for that, I guess. But then, you know, God says, uh, you know, we open one door and we certainly shut the other door on you, on on your on your hand, Lewis, or even on your head, uh, and uh, or on your foot, <laughs> uh, whatever that expression is, because I'm losing track of all of those expressions, and I don't really mind because uh, I don't need to be. Uh, one you'd be spouting one cliche after another. Uh, it's it was a really uh, interesting uh, to to be traveling through uh, those states this weekend. I'm skipping from subject to subject, but it's going to be lighthearted because it needs to be. Uh, and it was warm. I mean, it was warm as you know this past weekend with uh, I think well, through a lot of the country, but, but I was down in Knoxville in the the high 70s, the 80s as we hit Birmingham. 85 uh, down in uh, Biloxi, uh, which is a town at some point you should visit. Uh, the home of um, Jefferson Davis was where they exiled him to. It's down there, and that was uh, an incredible place to visit. I didn't visit it this time. You, once in a lifetime, is I was there twice uh, just to see if they were still just selling stuff way back. 25 years ago, but still even stupider that you kind of wanted to that house and had no, no sense that slavery had anything to do with the Civil War. Um, but it's well worth your time visiting it. If it's still there, and I don't know, uh, I guess, because of the Hurricane Katrina, but I'd imagine uh, those kind of places still exist. And uh, um, uh, <clears throat> so it was warm. 85 bucks, you wake up, travel to Memphis. Uh, another great city across the street from the, one of the, well, as far as I'm concerned, uh, the greatest civil rights museum in in, uh, in the United States. Uh, just an incredible right right across from the Lorraine Hotel, which you could where uh, the the Reverend Martin Luther King was shot, and uh, certainly had a profound effect on on me in my youth, and uh, and has had a an insane effect his life and his death on, on our country. Um, and you could see the sign of the Lorraine Hotel, the original sign in the, from the window. And it's just, I've talked about it before, but well worth going to Memphis for that. And then, uh, you know, head on out to Graceland. Graceland. <laughs> and uh, the, um, it just as a kind of a yin and yang to, uh, to your experience. And, and, and so I woke up the next morning uh, it being uh, Monday morning in um, in Memphis, and it was what? It was 43 degrees. So I went from 85 to 43, cut in half. It was, it, that's a shock to your system. One hopes that it, when we move really through the seasons that we don't kind of hold on to the summer that we kind of, I just feel it's, you know, it used to feel, am I, am I crazy that when, if, if you lived through the four seasons, that it was literally, uh, it would get a little cooler and then it cool, cool, cold, cold, colder. This was like, oh, I'm sweating like a pig. Ha, ah, fuck. I'm freezing my nuts off. And, and, it, and you wouldn't be freezing your nuts off if the temperature hadn't been cut in half. And that really wasn't. Um, it was not like uh, 10 degrees, but it was a total shock the system. I was really stunned and we headed from Memphis uh, the, the, the next morning, yesterday morning, and uh, 
it ended up in Kansas somewhere. And left there this morning, cold, 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 and uh, wandering to Omaha, Nebraska. And, uh, I'll be on the Todd and Tyler show uh, today when you uh, when this uh, podcast rantcast, excuse me, they they brainwashed me. I have a rantcast <laughs> when it breaks. So um, uh, it, um, you'll be hearing what I had to say on that. And next week, you'll be hearing some more things about what I have to say on Todd and Tyler. And uh, you'll be able to hear it because I think we'll be able to get it out there. I know that, that they'll help in terms of that. And they do get it out there. So uh, I look forward to your reactions. Uh, and now we're closing in on downtown um, Omaha. It's a, a, it's a, it's a great city, a great, great city, home of um Warren the Buffet, Warren Buffett, Warren Buffett, Buffett uh, who's done a great deal for the city. Home of uh, the uh, Boys Town, always kind of amazed me. Father Flanagan, I, I think I got that right. Let's hope so. Father Flanagan's Boys Town. And it's uh, looking forward to uh, having maybe a little steak. Yeah. But I don't know. It could be fish. Uh, but hard to pass up steak when you're in Omaha. And it's been nothing but a food fest, I think, this this version of the Red Cast. Um, well, it's going to be tough on the kids this evening uh, with Halloween here. It's uh, freezing in most parts of the country, and that's not fair. These kids have gone through enough over the past five years. They, you, you know, God can't give them a little Halloween time, huh? They'll be out there, and then they'll... They'll come down. Some of my frostbite. No, I wanted another chocolate bar, mommy. It's not not right at all. Not even close to being right. And uh, and we've had really some good news this week. The economy apparently uh, you know went up by four four point nine percent rise in the economy. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's not seen as good news. Okay, you don't hear people celebrating it. They just think that everything sucks and it's going to get worse. So I don't know how we get over that. I don't understand it. I don't know why. Um, and it's uh, ludicrous, absolutely ludicrous that we can't even accept. We could go, okay, no, that's nice, but we need to fix some other problems. But at least kind of have some recognition of it. They're fighting today. I'm not going to go into it. I'm not going to. We'll talk about that some other time, what they're fighting over. We'll see what they do in Congress as they make is they continue to fight over things that don't need to be fought over and need to be solved, okay? Just need to be solved. And don't waste our time and energy making us crazy over it and how important it is. But you don't cut. You don't cut the budget of the uh, IRS. I don't give a shit. You just don't do it. I don't want to hear about it, okay? They're not creating an army of people who, uh, you know, to go and, uh, and get uh, conservatives. That's the reason they did it. Apparently, they said that uh, the uh, it was bipartisan in Congress, but uh, I, I don't, we'll see. I, I just think it's the way we collect money so we can do shit. <laughs> but, you know, it doesn't matter. That's certainly not the worst news of the week, and I'm out of there, and uh, I'm sorry to have even brought that up. And finally, that's really it. Uh, and, the, oh, yes. The United Auto Workers have ended this. It seemed to be ending their strike. And hopefully, uh, sometime soon, my union, the SAG African Union, will end their strike. And uh, and a reminder that on November fifth, uh, nope, December fifth, uh, I just found out if all goes well, I'll be back on the Daily Show. 
and uh, it was a lot of fun to be on there last week, and I look forward to doing it again. No, I won't be sitting at the desk, but I'll be doing something, yelling and screaming about something that seems to bother me or us or whomever. Whomever comes up with the best idea of what to scream about, I'll be screaming it. Um, just one thing before I go. This is it's not funny, but it's funny. Uh, Miami Elementary School, because they're so worried about all of the things that kids are reading and seeing and learning and how important it is to be sure everything is on track. Well, the Miami Elementary School mistakenly screamed Winnie the Pooh, blood and honey for a class of fourth graders. Now, how nobody watched this beforehand is beyond me, me because the slasher movie features nudity, swearing, and scenes of violent murder. Students were offered counseling. Was nobody in the room? For all that they worry, nobody was in the fucking room with those kids going, okay, we're going to turn this off now. They're, and now they got to counsel the kids over that. It's as opposed to like, unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then also in Alabama, I may have even mentioned this last week, but it should be mentioned again because it's so, so insane that uh, a public library in Alabama flagged a children's book for uh, uh, removal because the author's last name is Gay. Read me a story, Stella. It's about a brother and sister who read books together. Contains no sexual or LGBTQ content whatsoever. It was flagged because of her name. Somebody actually wrote in that, that they... Uh, did they flag my my name uh, it's it, it, it's unbelievable we really don't have any common sense anymore i mean you know really you 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 really uh have got to be out of out of control to going through the the, the books that, that contain the word gay so that you can you can uh, make sure the kids don't know about they're there they're everywhere and uh the generation that is certainly uh, following us has already been raised by gay parents all over the place. And there doesn't seem to be some sort of a outcry of suffering from them and to torture their parents. And, 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 and as a result, torture their kids is really, it's, I think it's criminal. To do it in the name of democracy, ludicrous. I probably use that word 30 times today. <laughs> And, uh, you know, that's it. That's really it. I still can't, I still wanted to stay light, but we kind of dipped into the, into the, the nut house there. Let me see if there was anything else there. The library director uh, conceded that Gay's book was pulled in error because her last name appeared on a list of sensitive keywords. So that should have been, if I would edit it right now, I'd flip that back in as the setup. But always nice to have the setup come after the, <laughs> what what it is you were talking about. Uh, and that's really it from here. I do hope uh, you have a, uh, a, a, a hope you're, that your Halloween was very good, that, you, that if you have children, that they enjoyed themselves and that, that you didn't wear a costume if you're an adult, okay? I really hope that you uh, really made sure that uh, it was a children's holiday, which is what it is. And, uh, um, and that you didn't eat as much candy corn uh, it, and you didn't eat any of it, actually. I hope that none of it passed your lips, okay? I mean that. It's not corn that tastes like candy. It's just shitty. Okie <laughs> doke. Uh, have a splendid week. I hope uh, I'll be back next week. I hope, I hope the news uh, really kind of 
finds a way to lighten up because uh, we are really taking, it's like uh, turning on an abuse channel. If you find yourself needing to get away from it, do it, you know, uh, because uh, you need to breathe and you uh, need to do what needs to be done in your lives as I need to do what needs to be done in mine. Okay. Take care of each other. And uh, thank you for the privilege and pleasure of uh, being able to spend this time with you. Oh, yeah. And it's not Christmas. Okay? It is not Christmas. It is not Christmas. It is not Christmas. It's not even Thanksgiving. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Corey Novick has something to say about those in charge. I've had a few of like these where, well, you'll see, where, where those in charge are, are going to try to reward those who actually do the fucking work. Corey was at the show in Reading, Pennsylvania, by the way. My rant could probably be relatable to those who work in a fucking toxic working environment. The other day, our director sends out a group text to us workers and mentions how he wants to treat us on National Custodian Day for our hard work. What do you think we were treated to? A hefty raise? Mm -hmm. More vacation days? Him quitting? Fuck no! He decides to be the typical asshole boss and treat us to pizza and ice cream. Like we, like people are nine and they just <laughs> had, a, had a really good softball game or they lost and, and you want to make them, are you shitting me? You're trying to make them feel better after they lost the game. Pizza and ice cream. Oh, my heart be so touched. We work for an organization that makes over a billion each year. And this fucker keeps saying that there's nothing in the budget for a raise and all. Fuck you. We all know goddamn well that it is in the budget, but you're too cheap to pay us. Typical fucking corporate America. My coworker has a belief that he gets a bonus at the end of every year, and it is from what is left over in our department's budget. If this were to be true, you can bet your ass that we will be doing less is our way of saying, fuck you and your bullshit, you knockoff Santa Claus-looking bitch. God... Thank you, Corey. Thanks for thanking me, but really, thank you. You're the one who makes this show possible. This show, this rantcast, this, this screaming from a bunker. Thank you for screaming. Thanks for getting it out there. And boy, is it ever true. Pizza and fucking ice cream. Yeah, and probably one soda. <laughs> Whichever one was the, a generic one. Wow. My coworker has a belief that he gets a bonus at the end of every year. And it's from what is left over in our department's budget. Oh, God. Well done. Well said. Well spoken. Those are, those are my compliments today, I think. Corey, thank you. This is from Allison Patton of San Diego. Um, and she came to the Escondido show. Hi, Lewis. I've been flying a lot, and domestic flights are a goddamn nightmare. After getting the COVID bailout from our tax dollars, the airlines are now making $9 billion in profit. Instead of gratitude, those cheap motherfuckers are still squeezing us. I don't even know where to start. First, they bend you over with the price of a last-minute ticket. That, however, is just to get you in the mood. It's airline foreplay to show you how well you are going to be by the time you arrive at your destination. Next comes the extra fees. Want a seat with decent legroom? Oh, that's 40 bucks. Want to check a bag? That's another 35. But the real joy of flying doesn't actually begin until you get to the airport. The long walk to the gate, lugging all your bags. Because who the fuck wants to pay $35 for a checked bag? Then the boarding process. Gone are the days when it was easy to get on and off a plane. Airplane travel now reminds me of a public bus. 
in a developing nation with way too many people crammed in and everyone jockeying for luggage space. With animals now allowed in carriers under the seats, well, there's really not much difference from that bus ride I took in Guatemala 30 years ago. Buckle up for your no-frills flight. No meals, no magazines, no pillows, no blankets. All that remains from the past is a single barf bag, a perfect metaphor for the airline industry today. A flight attendant recently confirmed the seats, aisles, and bathrooms are much smaller than ever before. Well, no fucking surprise there, huh? I'm not a particularly big person, and I can barely squeeze my middle-aged ass into the seat. And don't get me started on the bathrooms. The Max 737 is 24 inches wide. Have you noticed we don't hear jokes anymore about the Mile High Club? Is it any wonder? Inevitably, there are paper towels on the bathroom floor, overflowing from the trash bin. For the love of God, Lewis, there's 150 passengers, and the bathrooms have an RV-sized trash bin. The stupidity is astonishing. To add insult to injury, the bathroom is coated in microscopic urine and feces bacteria, thanks to that vaporizing flush of the modern airline toilet. And why the fuck is the bathroom floor always wet? My brother-in-law, Dave, told me that's because well-endowed guys just like him uh, don't have enough clearance when they unleash it from their pants. Just no way to aim it right, even with my back against the door, he said. I'm not sure I believe this. But it does confirm that men with large egos and small penises run the airline industry. These greedy bastards make billions in profits while playing, while paying their flight attendants shit and stuffing us into these tin cans. On behalf of every American consumer, I say to the airline CEO, just fucking stop it. Make us a plane that's comfortable. It's not that hard. Just pull your head out of your ass and take care of the people who saved your ass in the first place. Thank you, Allison. Well said, well put, well done. Deeply appreciated. Here's a bit of a, a rant and an analysis. Mm-hmm. Or an analysis that creates a rant. It's Tom Heffernan who has something to say. I've had such difficulty getting politicians to respond to this idea that I've resorted to writing to a comedian. I'm glad you did, Tom. The founders never meant for the rich to control this country. They believed in the one man, one vote principle. And I believe we need some form of public funding of elections to block the special interests and corporations from buying our politicians during the critical campaign phase of our democracy. Uh, I have to stop and tell you, Tom, I couldn't agree with you more, and I yell about it all the time. It's insane that the, the amount of energy and effort put into fundraising, it just in terms of the rest of us, is mad. I mean, just in terms of individuals, I mean, it's madness. It's just madness. The richest 5% of our society make most of our political donations, while the bottom 95% contribute little or nothing. But you wouldn't know that from the texts I keep getting and that I know are going out to millions of people. That's because funding candidates is completely voluntary. If we made it compulsory, 
for virtually all Americans, we would see a great change in our national priorities. The problem dates back to the invention of radio broadcasting. The Radio Act of 1929 established that the airwaves belonged to the people, but did little to provide for candidates' messaging during election campaigns. Candidates had to buy airtime, and that created a financial arms race with candidates turning to the wealthy and corporations for funding. Today, over 95% of Americans have cell phones. We all use the airwaves and pay a monthly cell phone bill. Taxes and fees are included in our cell phone bills. And if we added a 50 cent election advertising fee to everyone's monthly cell phone bill, we could collect enough money to fund free airwave advertising for the two leading candidates selected from an open primary. Really? An open? Well done. To get this funding, candidates would have to refuse other funding. About 300 million cell phones Time 50 cents equals $150 million per month. Over the 24 months between elections, $3.6 billion could be collected for federal election campaign advertising. The cell phone industry generated $62 billion in revenue in 2022 alone. The only way to get big special interest money out of politics is to replace it with common interest money. Since the invention of mass communications via radio and television airwave advertising has become an expensive necessity that invites corruption in our politics, our cell phones and their monthly billing cycle could solve this problem. Sincerely, 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 Tom Heffernan. Wait, Tom, thank you. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think it's got to be done, I think. Uh, and I don't, I think that they, uh, anybody who wants to run for office has to accept that and doesn't get any other money. That's it. That's the money you get to play with. All right. You want to do that? You want to, you want to sit and get on the phone every day and do it on your own? Great. Okay. You, you know, if you want extra stuff, you have to do it on your own. That's what I got to do. It comes, I'll be, advertising uh, stuff up, up over and over again, you know, and uh, I have to do it on my own. Have somebody hold the camera and I say, hey, I'm going to be coming to your town. No reason that they can't do that. None at all. This is bullshit. It is really bullshit. Well spoken, well said, and thanks for taking the time out of your day to share with us, Tom. It does mean a lot to me. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me, Aha, Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salter. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.